all right. Well, okay. One more time. I don't remember the rest of the chant. Are you singing a song? Yeah, uh, we did it in like sixth grade camp. In like what camp? Sixth grade camp. Like when your whole school went to camp in sixth grade? Mm-hmm. We did that too. Weird time. But nod. We vibe. had to... <laughs> We had to write like letters to our like selves for like the one for when we were seniors for like when we graduate. When okay. we were sixth grade, this is like all I remember. But I was like mad at all of my friends <laughs> for something I'm sure stupid. And um, they were like, write about your friends and like what you're doing. And my letter was just like, I'm friends with this person and no one else. <laughs> they were the only ones you weren't mad yeah. at. Yeah, <laughs> it's like this is my best friend. I don't have any other friends. <laughs> I'm not having fun. Yeah. Love Courtney. And then I opened it on like senior breakfast and was like, wow, I was a petty, petty 12 year old. <laughs> That's pretty good. I never wrote a letter to myself. That's the only one I ever like actually got back. Well, we were forced. Yeah. <laughs> we, didn't a, right. we didn't have a choice. Open these. Read your old words. Yeah. They were like, isn't this fun? And I was like, no, this is really embarrassing. And I'm the only one reading it. <laughs> Because my the people that I was friends with that I was mad at were like sitting at the table <laughs> when I was reading it. Were you it. still mad at them? No. However many years later? Maybe for different reasons, but they were like, what does it say? And I was like, ha ha ha, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Says we're all good friends. Yeah. I had a totally different friend group. Well, that's not true. I just didn't have many friends in uh, elementary school <laughs> and middle school. I had like one buddy. Yeah, I had I had mostly the same friends. Like there was a, there was a few like that changed, but yeah, that's cool though because like you get it's like the you know Disney Channel original movie mm -hmm. friends since like kindergarten kind of thing. Right. I mean, we're not friends now. Anyway, welcome <laughs> to film school. <laughs> <laughs> things things change and ended, people move ended on quickly after that breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> welcome. Had a falling out. Uh, anyway, welcome. <laughs> to Still mad about it. Anyway, welcome to. <laughs> uh, I am Tyler Robertson, to be precise. I'm Courtney Hall. And we're your hosts for this radio show. For the time being. For <laughs> until our friendship ends. Oh boy. Yeah. It was supposed to end after college, so we've... Oh, yeah. As soon as I got into grad school, I would tell our whole group of friends that, like, friendship ended at graduation because I was moving. Yeah. Right. Sorry. See you later. Yeah, said, see you never. Bye. I see you never. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we we stuck it out, and uh, now we're doing a podcast, so we've really come full circle, haven't we? Yeah. Now, we're do now we have a fake friendship. Right. All business. <laughs> Anyway, um, Courtney, this is a very special episode. Yep. Because we watched one of my movies. And uh, that means it has nothing to do with film history, <laughs> essentially. Right, uh, right. No, that, that won't be completely true. But uh, this one is uh, pretty recent, 2016. Little Irish film called Sing Street. It's... 
in my letterboxd top four films i love it so much and i'm genuinely frightened (laughs) that you didn't enjoy it this is how i feel every week (laughs) <laughs> so, yeah i'm stepping into your shoes here i just want you this. to sit in it yeah <laughs> um yeah so it came out in march 2016 i was in college i did not see it in, well we were both in college i did not see it in theaters uh because it was it had like a super small release and i just didn't hear about it until it was on netflix i think i was listening to a movie podcast and they were talking about their favorite movies of 2016 and the one guy was talking about sing street and i was like well that sounds interesting it's also on netflix cool and i fell in love with it and it was very good but yeah i think it i think it's i, I mean i don't know it doesn't have any film i mean it's not going to go down in film history or anything it's just like a coming of age movie <laughs> but yeah i think it's really sweet and genuine and I had never heard of it before until you were talking about yeah. your letterbox top four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think a lot of people have, but I've tried to spread the good word. You tried to spread the good word. Um, who is it directed by? Oh, John Carney, who is is well-known because he directed once. Oh, okay. Uh, I feel like it's got a... Well, I mean, they're both Irish dudes with guitars <laughs> right well a lot of like because i look up the reviews and stuff a lot of the criticisms in the reviews were like this is a worse version of once okay okay yeah okay screw those people but yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no i get i get that i saw once actually like live oh at, the musical uh, cleveland at cleveland yeah. <laughs> at cleveland whatever it's called playhouse playhouse square square mm-hmm. is that the did I see it at Playhouse Square, or is the Cleveland Playhouse in, does it, is it located at Cleveland Playhouse Square? Because the square is like a... Playhouse Square is like the theater, like like the, oh, all okay. the theaters. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> so anyway, uh, this movie had a tiny little budget of $4 million, which, I mean, it's $4 million. I mean, that's a lot of money, but for a film, that's like... Not a bunch. Um, Not... <laughs> no, that's a small budget. Yeah. Um, that's an independent film. Right. But right. For sure. It was also he the John Carney also directed Begin Again. Yes. Right. And that was in. Uh, I actually watched the trailer last night because I was talking about Sing Street <laughs> to some friends, mm-hmm. and so I was I showed them the trailer and it was yeah it was um, in the trailer they say from the director of. Did it say once? Once? Probably and once and begin again. Begin again, yeah, yeah. Have you seen Begin Again? Yes, I have. I think it's very good. I think it's okay. I like it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I saw it in a plane. It's got a uh, yeah. <laughs> I think my I think both my parents watched it on a plane too. Like they were going somewhere together and they like watched it oh, like in cute. sync with each other. I don't sleep on planes, like I can't fall asleep on planes, and there have been a few times where I've flown to like Europe. Where I've just yeah. been awake the whole time, and then I've watched like an insane yeah. amount of movies at an insane hour. Yeah, you just so I can't catch up on your entire backlog. Yeah, so I can't truly judge how I felt about those films. <laughs> yeah, you're well because I've seen Molly's Game on a plane like twice. I like that movie too, and I still feel like I haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah, I get that. The first time I watched Green Hornet was on a plane. Oh no. Yeah. 
<laughs> I watched um I watched Molly's game and I watched um Steve Jobs. Oh, the one with uh Fassbender. Michael Fassbender. Yeah, both yeah. Aaron Sorkin movies. And True. I was losing my mind. It was on like an overnight flight and I had been drinking a a bit on the flight. Uh, yeah, sure. And so by the end of Steve Jobs, I was like laughing hysterically, which I don't think it was supposed to be funny. But at the end when he's like, I'm going to put a, a thousand songs in your pocket. I was like, what? <laughs> That's not impressive. I was like, is this the emotional conclusion of this film? I'm going to put a thousand songs in right there in your pocket. I was like, fuck off, Steve Jobs. <laughs> I also in the middle of those movies got like a really bad nosebleed on the plane but was so <laughs> freaked out that i felt like i couldn't get up to get like a napkin because the um, seatbelt sign was on and i'm a rule follower and so i just had like one cocktail napkin and it was like a pretty bad bloody nose which i've also never had before so i didn't know what to do and <laughs> the flight attendant like walked by saw me and then walked backwards like towards me like like back to where i was and was just like you okay and I was like, like no, oh, not really. And then they just brought me more cocktail napkins. And I was like, I know you have paper towels, you assholes. <laughs> Saving them for yourselves. Yeah. Then every like 10 minutes of another flight attendant would walk by me and be like, you know, if you put your head up, it uh, helps it stop. If you put your head down, it helps it stop. Like they'd all just give me conflicting mm -hmm. advice. Yeah. No, it's definitely forward so that you don't like swallow blood. Okay. Well, I. I think. All right, I've, maybe I'm wrong. No, too. I think I you're know. right. I think you're right. I think you're right. I have never. I'm not a person that gets nosebleeds. This was like really out of the blue, and I was. Well, that it's like it's like doing CPR. Like the rules change every every six months. Sure, sure. On do I give them, you know, breaths or not? And what you are really you're really up on CPR. Right, like you're, I know you're hella certified. Right. That's not true at all. I've never been certified in my oh, life. Oh, I'm certified. Earl. There's a lot of people around me that are certified. Yeah, like you. <laughs> <laughs> Both my parents, obviously. Yeah. So anyway, I'm not good at nosebleeds. That was the only one I got. I was like a 21-year-old <laughs> on a plane freaking out as if, <laughs> as if I was like a toddler. And I had worked at a daycare where a kid got a bloody nose and he screamed and freaked out and like ran around. And I was like, oh, this kid's so annoying. And then like six months later, I was doing the same thing. And I was like, I get it. Yeah. I, yeah, I get it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that kid had it right. Yeah. Uh, but so, uh, Sing Street. Sure. <laughs> uh, not a movie you watched on a plane. Where'd you watch it? Family room? Living room? Dining room? Um, the like bar downstairs that you, you haven't seen cool. yet. Is it, is it new? Yeah, it's where the like pool used to be. My parents filled oh, it. Oh, right. Yeah. Forgot about that. Um, it ran for a quick, quick hour and 46 minutes. What a treat. Just a little, yeah, just a little hop, skip and a jump. You know how much I... How angry I am! I think all movies are too long. <laughs> it's it's got a good pace. I feel like yeah. It's, I feel like it. There's like a little slowness in the beginning, but then once he meets the girl, yeah. Like once he meets Rafina, it's like all right, here we go. I would agree. I also think that there it maybe could have been longer. Um, just a detail. Just to like I uh I mean we'll get into it, but I think there were a lot of. A lot of the storylines and like thematic things weren't finished in a way that felt satisfying to me. And I hmm. at the end was kind of like, I don't know what this was about. Like, I don't know what the point was. Well, the first time I watched it, uh, I was surprised. Well, this is like spoilers for the ending. 
<laughs> but there's a there's a message at the end. Like, did you see the like? For, uh, I think it says for like for brothers. brothers everywhere. Right, and I was kind of like, I mean, we will get into this, but my big note was like, <laughs> yeah, it should have just been about him and his brother, and it wasn't, and it felt like mm, yeah. different like segments of a movie put to like of two different movies put together, like one about this kid trying to impress this girl with the band, and the other about this kid dealing with his family life and his brother like giving up on his dreams, and I was kind of yeah. like, I wanted it to be more about him and his brother and them like navigating their dynamic, and it just. It it wasn't, and it was, like, not there enough for me to feel, like, happy with it. Yeah. I wonder, because I don't have an older brother. Um, I am an older brother, I guess. But, uh, yeah, I wonder what it's like for someone who has an older brother. Like, I wonder if this movie, like, really speaks to that relationship. Like, for a, Cause... Like for a brother that has an older brother? Or, like... yeah. Yeah, because I yeah I have a little sister, so our dynamic is not what Connor and uh, uh, Brendan have. Right. I mean, Brandon. I I had an older brother. Um, I have an older Correct. sister. Um, right. I don't know. I think, I guess, like having an older sister, I get where they're coming from. Of like, they wanted to do the same thing, and once I well, and I don't. I mean, we'll get into that. But his whole freak out, Brendan. That's the guy's name. That's Brandon, about, yeah. But yeah, Brandon, Brandon, um, Brandon. who whose wig is the <laughs> one of, rivals um, Taylor Lautner's in Twilight. <laughs> I <laughs> that wig was bananas, but I was also like, this guy's kind of hot. And then I was like, Ooh, he's great. Looking. He's great looking, but he also kind of looks like Seth Rogen. And then I was like, <laughs> is this my type? And <laughs> and I, I and you know what? Probably, but um. He has a whole speech at the end about like I I don't know if we should. Wait. I waited through the that one where he's angry. Yeah, where he's like yelling at him at yeah. Connor, and I was kind of like, none of this seems warranted to me, and none of it, and I don't get what the point of the speech is at the end. Um, and I just wish they explored his character a bit more, and they explored like their relationship, and I I wish that was what the movie was about. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. Um, did we say how much it made? No, we said I mean, how much it cost. Really... We're we're all over the place. Uh, budget of four million, but it made thirteen million. So heck yeah, good good on you. Good on you. Rated good, PG thirteen. Yeah, yeah. I I don't think it needed anything more or less. No, I agree. I think that's an apt rating. Yeah. Uh, in the aspect ratio, two point three five to one. Cinemascope. Cinemascope, Cinemascope. Yeah, Cinemascope. <laughs> Wasn't, was, okay, if I'm wrong, cut this out. Was La La okay. Land in Cinemascope? Pretty sure. Okay, great. Yeah. Because I saw that in theaters it's and just, I remember it being cool because they like, um, I'm doing hand gestures, which is great for a podcast, but they like, <laughs> like changed the screen and made it um, not, yeah. it was really cool. Anyway, I love La La Land. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, Cinemascope is just like widescreen, what what we think of as widescreen. Yeah. And uh, I actually brought up the um, the Wikipedia for Cinemascope. It's an anamorphic lens series. So it's, it has to do with the lens that you use, yeah. and it makes the picture wider. Um, and it was like created by this French dude, um, and it was like revolutionary. Most movies in like the like. 50s 40s like those types of movies were all in cinemascope 60s it was like the way you did like film 
Yeah. And it kind of, it was like what made film film. Like TV was in like the four by three, you know? Yeah. And then you had this huge widescreen for movies and it felt amazing or whatever. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think it's our first movie that we've watched in Cinemascope. I think it is too. I always, whenever I hear Cinemascope, I always think of in Hairspray when they, they're making fun of Tracy and they're like, uh, are you sure? Are you scared we're on live? And she says, I'm sure I could cope. And the like mean girls go, well, this show isn't broadcast in Cinemascope. And then they like run and laugh. <laughs> mean. I have a weird like. <laughs> yeah, rhyming. Well, it just any any musical. <laughs> Mine yeah. just goes right there. So, yeah, it stars a bunch of unknowns. Um, yeah. Except for the girl. Lucy. Lucy Boynton. She who is in uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes, I think that's the one, the place where most people will know her from is Bohemian Rhapsody. She was Mary. She played yeah Mary. But I will say, but I don't want to pronounce this wrong. But I'm going to Ferdia. Ferdia. Ferdia Walsh Pilo looks like uh <laughs> like a little mix of Freddie Highmore and Cole Sprouse. <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> that's who he is to me. Also, Lucy Boynton. Boynton, mm-hmm, yeah, uh, looks like Emma Roberts. Yeah, well, yeah, I feel like a lot of actors look similar. I think casting directors are just kind of looking for the same. And look. you know, I think Brendan looks like Seth Rogen. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, Ferdia, he is. Uh, he plays Connor, um, and he has since been in uh, that Vikings show. Oh. Um, so people might know him from that, but that's literally it. Like his, his two credits on IMDb other than like some, it looks like indie, like super indie stuff. I guess he was in operas as a kid. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I really thought it was Freddie Highmore though. When I like was, I watched the trailer first Yeah. and I was like, Freddie Highmore, what is this August rush? And then it wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) Jack Rayner, uh, the, the guy you, uh, think looks like uh seth rogan yeah he also looks like michael from jane the virgin oh sure yeah no yeah um he he uh he's in midsummer that horror movie from um oh what's his name ari aster obviously i haven't seen that yeah uh, but i love i love florence Pugh. <laughs> yeah so he's the boyfriend to florence okay. Pugh's girlfriend I've heard that movie has been, I have not seen any of it. Like, yeah. I haven't even seen a clip. But um, that movie has been described to me Ugh. by many people. I've not seen it. I've seen one trailer because I've, I've stayed away from it because I want to see it. And I don't want to, oh, okay. like, know a lot about it. Um, but there's been little details that have been spoiled for me. It feels the... like a little ghost story. Like everyone tells it to me, like because <laughs> yeah. they know I'm never gonna see it. Right. And every time I'm like, "That's gross." No <laughs> thanks. Yeah. <laughs> see ya. Uh, Aiden Gillen plays um, Robert, the the father. He is best known. He's the one. Like if you show people the trailer, uh, they're always like, "Hey, it's that guy from Game of Thrones." Um, he oh, is Littlefinger uh, in Game of Thrones. Oh. Maria Doyle, Doyle Kennedy. Kennedy. She plays the mom. She's great. I don't know her from anything else. 
Um, and then, wait, who, who plays Eamon? Is Eamon the redhead? Eamon is the, no, Eamon is, Eamon, the character Eamon is, um, the kid who helps him write the songs, writes okay. the songs. He the looks bunnies. like, have you ever seen the, the picture of like John Oliver from back in the day? It's like his old, that's exactly what that kid looks like, his hair <laughs> yeah. and his glasses. Yeah. Um. I will say maybe I missed a maybe I I would have enjoyed the movie more. I could not understand anything the redhead kid was saying. Yeah. And most of what the band was saying when they would talk to each other. Yeah. And I was trying really hard. Yeah, I've I've seen this movie a bunch, so I've like figured it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean the redhead, uh can you hear that? No. Okay. There's a fire. Oh yeah, I truck. heard it a little bit. Okay. Um Mark McKenna plays Eamon, uh, the songwriter. Uh, he's fantastic. Uh, he's like one of my favorite characters in this movie. Um, he's just so yeah, weird. Yeah, I liked him too. I, I didn't, I wrote down when he was holding the bunnies, I was like, why did I wrote down, where did that bunny come from? Because they don't explain it. He's just holding it at his kitchen table. They do explain like, it, but it's like one like line. later. No, no, no. They, they explain it right away. Right when you meet Eamon, his mom says, uh, or he, they ask, is Eamon around? And she goes, Eamon. And he comes He comes in and uh, they're like, hey, Eamon, what you doing? And he's like, nothing, just new bunny stuff. He says something like that. Oh, that's And it's like so really weird. throwaway. <laughs> and they're like, uh, you want to start a band? And the mom is like, ugh. Yeah, yeah. I like, the mom is maybe my favorite character. She's great. Um, <laughs> this cast list is weird because it's not in like. It's not in like. Um... It might be in um, order of appearance. Order of appearance, yeah. Cause yeah, it's not in top build. Yeah, at all. So I'm trying to like think through the movie. I don't know. I feel like we've named enough cast. Well, it, Ben Car- Carolyn plays Darren. He's the redhead. That's all I wanted to get to. Okay, okay. Couldn't understand the redhead at all. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, Rotten Tomato score ninety five percent. Yeah. Yeah, so you know we were we were saying that my movies might be lower rated than what we usually see uh, on um, uh, your movies, but uh, this one did pretty well. And yeah, I'm happy about it. It's a great score. Um, so let's get into the plot. I'm doing the plot this week. Here we go. Ready? <laughs> I took a lot of notes. Um, so it starts out. Uh, Connor is uh playing guitar, and he's using he's listening to his parents fight like in another room right and and he's using their words that they're yelling at each other as lyrics for this song that he's coming up with on the fly i thought that was right the first thing i wrote down is that it says the weinstein company and i said that too i (laughs) all i read my notes was weinstein company oh boy (laughs) i said ah damn weinstein gross Ugh. yeah well I mean, that's most movies. Yeah. I also wrote down, if we didn't share a mortgage, I would leave you, which is one of the things he says because his <laughs> uh, mom says that to his dad. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what about the children? <laughs> <laughs> yep. You share you share some, some children. Yeah, you share some lives that you made. Yeah. Um, so then uh, they have a family meeting. We're introduced to the brother, Brandon, and the sister, Anne. Anne, who I think is, I think Anne's a pointless character. I Yeah. I didn't get her why she was in the movie at all because they like they very they very like briefly talk about like 
oh, she wants to be an architect. And the brother's like, but you should be an artist. And she's like, <laughs> oh, but they never really like explore why that's important or what that necessarily means to yeah. them. And there's no resolution with her. And I was just kind of like, she shouldn't, she, there's no need to have this character in this movie. Yeah. Well, I think it does. Like, I think it just points out or helps point out the fact that Brandon is kind of, he's kind of like me when I was younger. <laughs> I was like, I had real hard opinions on things. <laughs> To quote John Mulaney again. Um, and I don't know. I think like he, Brandon's so wrapped up in his like worldview that he just can't even understand. Cause they get into that argument about like what a vocation is. <laughs> and um, she says, What's wrong with being an architect? And he says, It's not a vocation. When he just said, Anything can be a vocation. Anything can be a vocation. Yeah. Like he's again, though. I feel like that ca the character doesn't like the character of Anne doesn't add really anything to the story. Um, well, she, I, I don't know, because like not to the story, I guess, but to to that scene specifically, I feel like if it was just Brandon and Connor totally agreeing with each other on everything, like she's like the voice of reason a lot of the time. Just because she's more like right brained, or no left brain? Yeah, I don't know her. She just felt like a device that yeah, I didn't think added was. that much. Yeah, it was like either developer or get her out of there. <laughs> but I think that's also to my whole my whole issue. Which, by the way, I did like this movie. <laughs> I did like this movie, but um, I just the whole um, issue of like this. It should be more about Brendan and. Um, connor's relationship yeah like and if it was then the sister probably would be a bigger part right and it would make more sense yeah um so they have a family meeting uh money's tight connor has to go they're moving connor to a different well i don't know if he went to like public school before this but he's going to this catholic boys school um where their motto is act manly in in latin which is just a terrible motto First day doesn't go great. Uh, that's what I wrote. <laughs> um, yeah, so basically he like he goes to school and like everyone's kind of making fun of him for like yeah. no reason. And then they make um, fun of his name, Connor Lawler. Ha ha ha. Yeah. And then the priest comes in and is like Brother Baxter. Brother, yeah, is like, where are you from? Um, why aren't you wearing black shoes? Yeah. In the handbook, it says you should wear black shoes. Like, and he says something like on page 324. Yeah, he knows the handbook. It, like, yeah, like you're, which by the way, like your parents should have read like 400 pages. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. They did not. And Connor has a funny line where he's like, they're brown, they're sensible. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, brother Baxter, I love that he walks in on this older brother who's teaching them uh, Latin. Mm -hmm. and, and brother Baxter walks in and he says, brother, whatever, you're teaching French, not Latin. And he's like, ah, how modern. <laughs> and he just like starts erasing the board. <laughs> so this school is like, ugh, it's just not a great place. There's also the, the intro to this movie. The There's just this like bed of music that's happening and it's like growing in volume. As, mm -hmm. as things are getting more chaotic as he's going to this, like, figuring his, his way out around the school. And, like, and then this is the final scene before the title card. 
and uh there's this, they they all stand up when brother baxter uh walks in the door and this kid had just taken a a Oh, yeah. He just inhaled like a cigarette and then he has the smoke in his mouth. <laughs> the waiting whole for time. That Father Baxter's... Baxter to leave. Then he just like. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, which I thought was very funny. And then it's like. Bang! And then we get the, the title card. Um, This is where we meet. Uh, this is also where we meet the bully, Barry. Um, he's this kid who obviously comes from a rough home. <laughs> And uh, he bully he asks uh, Connor if he wants a cigarette, and uh, he's like, "Yeah, sure," because Connor's just trying to fit in. And um, he Barry takes him into the bathroom, pulls out a slingshot, like a pretty like made of metal and like really strong rubber. It looks like it could hurt you. And oh yeah, it breaks a lamp. It yeah, bro- he, breaks a light. Yeah. Very scary. He threatens him with a slingshot, and he's because he's like, "Are you gay?" And he's like, "No." And he's like, "Prove to me you're not by dancing." By dancing. And then dance with your pants down. And he's like, "And he no." He says no. But he also is like the line I like to see. Um, Barry is like, "Do you want a cigarette?" And he goes, "Oh, I've already had two this morning." <laughs> yeah, just lies. <laughs> yeah, he's like I'm trying to cut down. I've already had two this morning. Yeah, like, that's funny. Um, and then he meets the redhead when they leave. Yeah, so. Uh, because I think it's, I don't even think it's the same day. I think like the next day they're, uh, they're in like the lunchroom, the like mess hall. He, he calls it a restaurant. He's like, where's the restaurant? He's like, what do you mean a restaurant? And this, and like this classmate has a real Irish accent, like hard. They all do. Yeah. Um, and he's like, you mean the canteen? <laughs> it's like, yeah, the, the canteen, I guess. And he's like, restaurant, you spanner. Because spanner is like a mean word. I don't know. Just like idiot, kind of. Watch, you just said something super offensive. All right, we'll look it up. <laughs> no, it's fine. But basically, he see he meets the redhead. The redhead and him are talking, and he's like, "That's when he sees um, what's her face? Rafina. Rafina. Lucy. Uh, Lucy Boynton across the street, just looking like a '80s icon. <laughs> By the way, looking thirty. Like she yeah. looked. She's so... also. She is. She's my age. She's twenty five in real life. Right now, so, she's twenty five. Yes. So she yeah, okay. She was like so twenty three, like twenty two yeah. when the movie came out. So she does. I mean, she's she is a lot older than what her because her her character is like sixteen. Her character is sixteen. The whole time I was like, wow, she seems so much older than him. Also, because he looks like he's yeah, he's got a baby he, face. Yeah, I mean, he's supposed to be like fourteen or fifteen in the. He's yeah, he's fifteen. She's sixteen, so it's yeah. not. But he looks like <laughs> yeah. fourteen, and she looks like twenty five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I said so. He just walks straight up to her, which I was like, wow, bold. Yeah. And is and asks her to be in in his music video because she says she's a model, but she can't do it like get any jobs in Dublin. Yeah, and she's going and, to London soon. And he's like, "Okay, be in my music video." And she's like, "Okay, sing for me." <laughs> which I was like, <laughs> "If you're in a band, yeah, if you're in a band, sing." Which at this point we don't know that he's going to be the singer or that he even is a singer. Sure. And so I just assumed he was a guitar player because we see him in the beginning <laughs> playing guitar. He's singing. Yeah, but like barely, like he's yeah. he's just like saying, repeating back what his parents are saying. Yeah, and I was like, why wouldn't he just say like, "Oh, I'm in a band, but I play guitar." Yeah, that's what I would do. But like, I can't sing because. But I he's play a dumb kid guitar. who's trying to impress a girl, so he's like, "All right, I'll sing." Yeah, <laughs> and she's like, uh, "Sing that song uh, that's on the radio all the time, the one by Aha." 
and he sings take on me <laughs> he just yeah take he's yeah he's trying to the pitch he's like take no no that's too low take on me yeah and then she's like great yeah she's like you nailed it great well i'll be there and he points to the redhead and is like he's my manager and she's the band's manager and that kid looks 10 yeah 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 i assume he's like one year below connor because it's still high school. Like, he can't be, like... Yeah, he probably is. But he looks very little. Yeah. Well, I was very little. So I, I get it. I, I looked like I was in, like, sixth grade when I was in ninth. So... Right, right. Um, So then he walks back across the street and says to Darren, the redhead, he's like, okay, we have to start a band. <laughs> because I just asked this girl to be in our video. In a music video. And that's when they go meet uh, little John Oliver. Eamon, yes, uh, who just got a bunny, um, and they have, well, I think we skipped, yeah, there is there is a scene in between this, because I think we see two days, like day one and day two of going to this school. In between, we have a scene of Connor and Brandon watching Duran Duran on MTV, um, Yeah, and Brandon spits some knowledge about how the band member, like, each of the band members and how they're the future of this band and uh the dad makes a remark about how they're no they're not the beatles and they just talk about how like because like it's the it's the beginning of like mtv it's like the beginning of the music video and yeah. duran duran was kind of on the forefront it's of all 1985 that. right so in the thick of it um but they go they go meet the Oh, we also missed, sorry, we missed uh, the scene about uh, he goes to school the next day still wearing the brown shoes. Brother Baxter tells him to take them off and he can pick them up at the end of the day. So he's walking around in socks. Eamon, so th- yeah, they go to meet Eamon. Um, he, oh, they, they, they say, he, he's like, yeah, my dad's in a band. That's why I have all these instruments in my house and uh, I know how to play all of them. And he does a little demonstration of each of them. Yeah, which he played the flute incorrectly, and it really, that's a big pet peeve of mine. Yeah, um, well, he played a couple of the instruments incorrectly, but... But, like, there's this thing with, okay, with flutes where everyone holds them like this, like, both yeah. hands over, and it's the other way around, and it pisses me off because that's not a hard correction. Yeah. And they do it on SNL all the time, like, every time someone plays the flute, it's like this. It's like, no one could tell you that that's wrong. Yeah. I don't... <laughs> this is my This is my issue with the movie Whiplash. Okay, but that's okay. That's about. way more specific than the just holding the <laughs> instrument correctly. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, so that's way more nitpicky about like music and being a musician than just like why do you put even your hands in the, Why couldn't you put your hands in the right place? <laughs> um. So yeah, then they they talk about how Connor Connor says he's a futurist. Uh, he spits back the same thing that his brother said about Duran Duran to impress Eamon. But he calls the he calls him James Taylor instead of John Taylor. The, oh yeah, yeah. The bassist. Um, and then they're trying to they find start other members, other and, band members. Yeah, and they say there's that black kid. He must play an instrument. <laughs> yeah, because which he's is, black. Whew. It's like it's 1985. They're kids. I was just they're... like, geez. Oh, I mean. <laughs> and then I love when they go to his house. And the mom answers the door, uh, and he's like, "They're like, um, does does the black kid live here?" And she's like, "No, three doors down." <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, okay, sorry." And she's like, "No, you idiots! Of course he lives here. There's not another black family in like the entire county." 
Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and then the redhead uh starts talking to him like he's uh like he's deaf. And he's like, What's and then Ingy, the 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 black kid is like, What's what's wrong with this kid? <laughs> They're like, nothing, yeah, he's just stupid. I um, but I also think that joke's pretty. Hack. It's uh, yeah. It's been, <laughs> been done a lot. <laughs> so they start practicing all the time. I mean, the next thing I've written down is "lol" the mom with the vibrator. Um, yeah. Uh, the the way they introduce the bassist and the drummer, I think they're brothers. Did you pick that? up? I think they are because in the like IMDb like trivia, they wanted them to be twins. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, so these two brothers, they see an advertisement, the, the, um, Connor must've made like a little poster that said, Hey, we're trying to start a band. They're a futurist band or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, um, uh, they're like, we're looking for a bassist and a drummer. That's you. That's me. <laughs> and so they join, uh, and then they're in the garage cause they want to get away from the mom because she's talking to Eamon or telling Eamon, like, you can't do, uh, weekends. <laughs> Because you got a job and you're not giving it up for any band. Um, yeah, in the garage, they're talking about what to name themselves. Um, there's some pretty bad names. And then Eamon comes up with Sing Street. Because uh, the school that they go to, the Catholic school, is called Sing Street. Spelled S-Y-N-G-E. Mm -hmm. um, which I think is a saint, probably. And uh, so it's Sing Street. S-I-N-G. They're like, ah, cool. Um, but basically they just start practicing and then like they get to the video pretty quickly. Yeah, they're practice. Well, they, they, they practice Rio by Duran Duran. Um, and then he, they record it and bring it to Brandon to listen to. And he like destroys the tape essentially and says like, this is terrible. Every, 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 every town has a cover band. Like you need to make your own music. Yeah. And he says, um, you, he says you want to have actual sexual intercourse, yeah, right? Yeah. Well, he says. Connor's like, I need to know how to play first. He said, you don't need to know who, how, you need to know how to play. Who are you, Steely Dan? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wrote down a bunch of quotes, especially from the brother. He's he's pretty funny. But they write the song, um, the model song. Like he writes, he writes a song and yeah. he actually has like an interesting, very, very like philosophical point of when you're just like seeing someone and you don't know them, they can be anything you want them to be. Um, yeah. Because he's, he, I mean, he's talking about. Rafina basically just being like because I don't know her she can be anything like I can imagine her to be great because I don't actually know what she's like which is um, right I don't know pretty sure it's like tinder yeah that's that's the cool thing that's like one of my favorite parts about this movie is that the soundtrack is a bunch of original music that they wrote like for this movie that's actually genuinely good like 80s pop music yeah I liked the music too I did have a thought like Later, they play this. They do the um, like Back to the Future video, and yeah. he like is imagining like with a few thing. And I was like, oh, because I was kind of like, it's it's kind of really impressive. They were like these fourteen year, fifteen year olds are able to write these songs. Yeah, and I was like, but uh, is it all his imaginations? And the actual songs are not as good because I think that would make a lot <laughs> <Right>. of sense. <laughs> so after we saw um, <laughs> him like imagining the music video, right. So then Connor gives the tape because uh, they recorded themselves playing Riddle of the Model and gives the tape to Rafina. She kind of pretends not to recognize him, but then she's like, oh, you're the kid in the band. And um, she says, uh, I'll try and make it to the shoot, like the uh, music video shoot. Uh, I'm just so busy these days. 
um and he plays it off that the the music or the song isn't about her he's like no it's about another yeah. model oh, i know she's like oh that's really sweet and he's like <laughs> Mm-mm, it's about another model yeah i'm like you're a child <laughs> uh then so yeah they're they shoot the music video they're all dressed like idiots rafina shows up and she's like jesus christ i liked how they were dressed i thought it was funny i yeah i enjoyed it a lot um and i love the like evolution that they go through throughout the movie yeah yeah uh in their like style and and in their music because their music kind of changes um she does their makeup. Uh, Connor, Connor's all in. Yeah, well, from the yeah, beginning. because he's like in love with her, which I also it's like, all right, I yeah. He um, there's well, there is like a joke in there where she's like, "You guys need to do makeup," and she's like, "Just subtle makeup." Like I'm wearing makeup now, and she was yeah, she's wearing. Like, I'm wearing some right she's now. She's wearing like a shit ton of makeup, and I was like, yeah. I wrote like the the humor in this is so subtle that it's like it's almost too subtle at points. <laughs> I was like, you could really I, just. Skip I over love that, that line. <laughs> I know, but even like the way she said it was so like straight that I was like, "Is that supposed to be a joke? It's a joke. Is it a joke? It's a <laughs> yeah, joke. It's definitely." Yeah, I well, and then they do their the shoot, and it's like <laughs> hilarious. It's good. Yeah, I like the fangs at the it's, end. Yeah, it's so funny because they're just like, I don't know. It, it just feels really genuine. In like, this is what a bunch of kids would come up with. You know what I mean? Not the song because the song is super like complex and mature but but like the costumes and like the idea for the video and like i don't know it just seems like very genuinely childish yeah i i liked the video i was like this is fun i also though was like yeah i was a little confused because i was like i thought that the um i thought the whole like movie was gonna be drawn out more of like the end would be the video but it happens in like the first act yeah um so he brings it back to or no well so connor uh takes rafina home she's like uh i didn't know you had a car (laughs) and it's a bike (laughs) and he just he rides her home um and that's where we meet rafina's boyfriend and he's playing uh phil Phil collins which by the way why are they shitting on phil collins i was like (laughs) screw you guys um (laughs) (laughs) no it's just the brother he's he's got hard opinions on no but (laughs) Well, and Connor just agrees immediately. He's like, yeah, fuck Phil Collins. But that's, I feel like that's a really good example of like a brother-brother relationship where like the little brother just agree, like he, he looks up to the older brother but he, so much that he's just like- I think he thought that before he had talked to the older brother about the Phil Collins. Yeah, because oh, really? he's the one who brings it up know. to him. He's like, Andy was listening to Phil Collins and the brother's like, ugh. No, no, he says- no, the brother asks, what 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 was he playing? Like, what was he listening to? He's like, Phil Collins. It's like, he will not be a problem. Yeah. I also just think, like, Connor's personality um, is, and maybe this is just because he's, like, a 15-year-old, but, like, everything, he becomes so obsessed with everything so quickly. Like, even the... F- yeah, I feel like that's very, like, yeah, teenager. Yeah, but even, like, like, the, like, starting the band fine his like obsession with rafina like he he really does fall like madly in love with her after just seeing her across the street which is like mm-hmm. okay yeah no well i think it's a really like immature like young thing to do yeah and then but also like not in like a terribly 
bad way or anything, but like I think it's just like that's the kind of I don't know. I feel like that's a very high school thing to do. Is like fall head first. Yeah, I agree. But then like with the ending, I was like, oh, so it's like okay. <laughs> like that's crazy. <laughs> but yeah. I also but like the so the first video is like it's like a ripoff of Duran Duran, and even and even yeah, the song is a little so. Duran Duran esque, and mm-hmm. then. Later in the movie, um, he's talking with Rafina, and she says, "Like you don't even know how to be happy, sad. You like you don't even yeah. know how to be happy that you're great. sad." Which I was like, "That's confusing to me." And then they explain it; and it makes more sense. But um, yeah. Then his brother shows him the cure, right? Yeah, and he's like, "They're happy, sad." Yeah, and then so the next video, he's like copying the cure. Right, right. That's so. That's the whole thing. It's like, well, the, the next song he writes is "Up," the one about Rafina uh, again about Rafina, um, but it's more of a love song about her, like, like more specifically about her. Like the riddle of the model is more about the mystery of her, and then "Up" is more about like after they've established sort of, sort of a relationship. It's more like about her, about her, and she cries when she hears it. Uh oh! There's a short scene. Oh, Connor comes to school with his hair. Yeah, bleached. a very bad bleach job. I thought he had feathers in his hair when he was walking in. So that's like the first evolution of his look. Well, and that's after he movie. sees the um the cure stuff. Yeah, or no, no, not yet. Because uh, there's the little scene of him in art class drawing. And his uh, teachers, like, all the complicated boys and girls, because he talks about Rafina and how she's got a boyfriend and everything. There's also br- uh, the Brother Baxter moment where he, because uh, he's he's got the, f- the fringe dyed and the makeup on, and Brother Baxter's like, you need to take that off. And, like, Connor just leaves, and then Brother Baxter, like, yeah, physically, but was this, like, pulls him into the yeah, bathroom and, like, washes this, it off. He Why'd he dye his hair then? Because of... Duran Duran stuff, and because I guess okay, because he's wearing makeup. It's after he writes up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because he he's still got the black hair when they record up. He he gets and then the next day fully, like attacked by, um, this priest. Um. Yeah. And then this is where he has the song, the um, the, uh, the conversation with. Rafina. So so it goes. Um, he he gets bullied by the priest, and then he goes out and meets Rafina after school. Uh, she calls him Cosmo for the first time because he's, he's going to need a catchy name if you're going to be in a band. I noted that a slow piano version of "Take on Me" by Aha plays in. The oh, background. I wrote that. I wrote that as well. That's I. I've never. I. I, liked I only. That. I just noticed it the this time watching it, which was awesome. Uh, they go to a park. Uh, she says, "Up made her cry." Uh, they talk about her boyfriend, uh, and he's like, she says they're on a break, and he's like, yeah, take a break. That's that's take a break for a year, whatever. Figure yourself out. She's like, are you jealous, Cosmo? And he's like, why would I be jealous? And she says, exactly. And it's like, ooh, sorry. Well, she's right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's right. Like this kid. I mean, that's I guess that's the thing. If you think of it from her perspective, it's a kid who comes up to her out of nowhere, and then his whole <laughs> life becomes about her, and he's like obsessive. Uh, yeah. And and then like, <laughs> like she's right. Of course, she's like, yeah, you shouldn't be jealous. I barely know you. You know, <laughs> I have a boyfriend, and you're becoming a little like 
like you're writing all these songs about me and like it's cre- like I ugh. it's just and then this in a different light or if the or if he was unattractive this would be a horror movie <laughs> uh but then she says will you write me a happy song sometime uh but what if i don't feel happy your problem is that you're not happy being sad but that's what love is cosmo happy sad so then um the oh and we also get some rafina background about how her dad is dead and her mom is uh manic depressive like happy sad yeah connor talks and this is where connor and brandon talk about happy sad in the kitchen and ann uh cuts in with her thing about like is being a model really a vocation and then yeah all that um style change again uh connor is now wearing like a big ass cotton trench coat and a which scarf. i liked he was doing a whole uh breakfast club moment yeah that i really appreciated i was like this is your best look yeah he says we're not we're not pop anymore and then uh Eamon's like we were pop i don't care what we are i just want to play music yeah i <laughs> And that, yeah, his bandmates are very resigned to whatever he wants to do also, yeah. which is an interesting like aspect. Yeah, I feel like they're just in it for the fun of it, and he's more in it for the art of it, as he says. Uh, but he says, um, what does happy sad even mean? It means I'm going to deal with my shit. How does, that ar- how does that affect our music positively? <laughs> I like that line a lot. And then they go um, uh, record the second music video for... Uh, Beautiful C is the name of the song. Yeah, why is okay the the I don't know his name and now I'm gonna sound like a dick, but the black kid, Ingy. Iggy is that what he said? I N G E is not how you spell it, but how you kind of pronounce it. Ingy. 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 Okay. Yeah. Why is he wearing white makeup? Uh, they all are. It's just uh, it's only noticeable on Ingy. Yeah, I was like, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. I. Yeah. It's they're all wearing all black and then have the white faces on i was like this is a really really weird thing to do (laughs) yes they're weird but uh i love the i love the bus ride there where they're like talking about um well the the little bassist he like dances with people on the bus i thought that was gonna be the music video and i was like that'd be a great music video (laughs) and then it wasn't but then they talk about the music video and they're like rafina's this girl she's walked up to the lighthouse she's not she hasn't come back in a long time and uh Turns out she's a mermaid or whatever. Yeah, so she and she's gonna she's gonna jump into the ocean at some point. But they they have it where she's gonna jump down onto this platform, and they're like, "Did it look Did it look like she jumped in it, or did it look like I jumped in the ocean?" And they're like, "Nah." So during the actual like take, she straight up jumps she into the jumps ocean, in. and then is like, "I yeah. can't swim." But she says, "Keep bloody filming." Yeah, but so Connor jumps in and saves her, and then. She's like, you can't go, you can't like half-ass things. And yeah. he kisses her and she's like, good call. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's, she's like, fair play. Fair play. That's and don't Because he says, sorry. He says, sorry. And she's like, no, fair play. And then play. he's like, what and about? he's like, what about Evan? she was like, wait a <laughs> she's it. like, yeah, what, good job. And then they have, on their way back after shooting the video, uh, Connor and Rafina stopped to talk about how they, you can see England off the coast um and how he's like it's only 30 miles yeah and how his grandpa used to um take him out on this boat that they still have um and then we get a little more backstory about rafina and it's very much implied that her father raped is her. that what it means because i was like yep. that again it was so subtle that i was like is that what she actually means 
Yes, I'm. After watching it a bunch of times, I think it's definitely what she means. And Connor's just kind of like, I mean, rightfully so. He's a teenager. He doesn't know how to re- respond to these things. He's just like dumbstruck. He just doesn't know what to say. And she says, "Uh, it's a strange kind of love, isn't it, parents?" Well, because he's talk. Isn't he talking about his parents? Yeah, and how they're how they're going, going through, through the, the divorce. divorce. And she's just kind of like, "Well, like my mom would be in the hospital." Or whatever. Mm-hmm. I would get dressed up to go with my friends, and my dad would tell me I couldn't go. And then he'd say it's because I just love I just you love too you much. too much. Um, yeah. Because they're talking about okay. Because they're talking about his brother, and he's like, my brother was supposed to right. move. He was supposed to leave. He's going to go to Germany, but he couldn't go. He was going to go to Germany to be yeah, like in a band. And she's like, well, your mom probably just loves him too much. And he said, I think that mm-hmm. is the problem. Right. And she was like, my dad, like he he loved me too much, or whatever. Yeah. And 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 she the the thing that implies rape is uh he's like she she goes I don't know why he'd bother with me my mom's much prettier. It's like Yeah, but I again like is that what, what mean? it means? Like it's so I think it does. I thought that for really a second, do. but I was also like that's a weird thing to just kind of brush over. Yeah. But it but it makes sense because the one like log line I read was like a, a like young boy falls in love with this girl and starts a band to impress her and she ends up having way more problems than he's equipped to deal with which I was yeah. like that's not how I would describe this movie at all <laughs> yeah I not as a log line but I mean all the I feel like all those things are I feel like that statement is true yeah but I Just don't know if like, she does have like it's not a summary <laughs> enough problems that like if he's not equipped to deal with them because it seems like he is and by the end, he's like, yeah, I'll do it. I'll take care of you. Like, I think he, I think we're supposed to believe he is equipped to deal with it. Maybe. Maybe by the end. I don't know. It's not explored. The, then they say, they're like, um, oh, they have another interaction with Barry. Barry, um, what, are you call, what are you guys called again? The queers? They're like, wow, great, great joke. We also Barry. see, like, earlier Barry's dad hits him. Oh, yeah. When they're shooting the Riddle of the Model yeah, his, music his video. Yeah, dad smacks him they across the face. walk past. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, because he tells his dad to piss off because cause his dad made a joke about him yeah. being in a band. He's like, piss off, and then he smacks him. So yeah, then uh, Connor is kind of really mean to Barry. <laughs> He's like, you don't exist. <laughs> you, you're just you're just material yeah. for my songs. Uh, and then they t- discuss uh, asking whether or not they can play at the disco at the end of the term, year, I don't know. Eamon says, we're not ready and we need to prepare for midterms. Connor's like, midterms don't matter, uh, and we could be ready. Like, we need a deadline. And Eamon's like, well, midterms matter to my mom. She wants me to go to college. (laughs) There's a quick scene of Connor writing the song Brown Shoes in his room. Uh, And then the parents have a big fight. The mom leaves. Uh, She was cheating. Brandon Brandon had mentioned, I think, mom is cheating because she, like, uh, gets out of the car on her way home, or uh, whoever drops her off, she gets out of the car like 20 yards away from the house. Um, the kids hide in the uh, in Brendan's room. Uh, they're listening to Man Eater by Hall and Oates. Uh, great song. Uh, and they're just like dancing. Yeah, they yeah. get Anne to dance. <laughs> then they're immediately, they're, the, the next scene is them uh, rehearsing Drive It Like You Stole It which is another song that Connor wrote with, with Eamon, uh, which is based on something that Brendan, uh, Brandon had said. Uh, he said, uh, 
something uh, during that his first monologue about like being an artist he said you got to drive it like you stole it so that inspires a song uh then they uh are taking their midterms they all look like uh deer in headlights they're all gonna fail because they haven't been studying then connor asks rafina to go on an, an adventure and she is immediately down she just like she's like okay and she like closes the door behind her and she's like didn't need to get anything she was just like ready to go um and they go to that little island her uh they take his grandfather's little boat little speedboat and they discuss the lyrics for drive it like you stole it um and they kiss and it's awkward as hell like teenagers I didn't think it was that awkward. What's awkward is he tries to kiss again, and she's like, give me a minute. <laughs> she's, like, chewing on a cracker. Yeah, and he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then um, they kiss again, and it's, like, fine. Yeah, right. But, like, God, what a... He ain't got game, you know what I mean? He's 15. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, oh, and then we get the um, Drive It Like You Stole It uh, music video shoot in the gymnasium. On the island, on her way back, she Rafina kind of looked off. She was like, when he was talking about the video shoot, he's like, um, "So you'll we're gonna shoot it like next Friday or something." And she's like, "Ooh," because she knows yeah, that yeah. she's gonna be in London by then. Did we? I mean, we know we mentioned it earlier, but did we skip over when Brandon yells at Connor? Uh, maybe because that's before the song in the gym. Oh, yes. Yeah, because they, oh, right, the family has another family meeting. They're splitting up. The plan is to sell the house and have the kids go back and forth between dads and Tony's, who is the guy she's been cheating with. And they can't get divorced because you can't get a divorce in Ireland. Yes. So then Brandon and Connor talk. Brandon calls Connor's gig stupid. Uh, he hasn't smoked in two days because well, he's trying to okay. get his life I together. I want to, like, actually talk about this, which is yes. that Connor just says, like, he just found out his parents are breaking up. He's clearly sad, and he's like, I thought that they would come to my gig. And Brendan freaks out on him, and it's basically just like, screw you, your gig is stupid. Do you understand how hard my life is? And and I think, like, I just found the whole speech to not make a lot of sense. Because he says, like, he's like, did you think they'd be different people, like, in a few months and go to your gig? Or, like, give a shit about what you're doing. And that was interesting. And I was like, that's a maybe, like, a good point. And then he starts saying, yeah. like, well, did you un- do you even understand? I was here for six years before you came along. Do you know how hard that was? And I was kind of like, dude, what do you remember from when you were six? <laughs> like, <laughs> And before that, that, like, got so much better when your brother was born or, like, didn't. And then um, he also talks about, like, I was going to have this cool life and I I don't have that anymore. And it's like, it's just like a weird, like, I don't understand what his point is or what his argument is. And then he says to Connor, um, like, I did the same thing you were doing. Everything hit, well, he's like, I um, blazed the trail for for you and now you're walking through it. Yeah. Which is like, is that even true? We don't really know. And then he says like. Well, I think that has to do with the theme of like brothers. Yeah, but it's like. Or just siblings in general. Yeah, I mean, I guess. But I think. It, like for me, it wasn't really till this moment that I was like, "Oh, is that what the theme of the movie is supposed to be?" And that's and it feels like end of act two. Yeah, yeah, because like I feel like that scene has a lot to do with the theme of like siblings, 
and he's just he's just frustrated that because like there's kind of that stereotype of like parents screw up with the first kid and then they get it better with the second kid because like they've already done it right right and i think that's kind of what he's talking about like he didn't you've you've connor's kind of had it easy because the parents had to figure things like they had to figure this whole having a child thing out with brandon and maybe that screwed him up a little yeah that's why he's like like, i don't know i get it i just felt like and like i said earlier like that's a really interesting point and an interesting storyline and i wish the movie was more about that but also we're not really seeing that until he says it like later on like this late in the movie like we're not like and he also says um I was ridiculed for it and you're celebrated. And I was like, I don't know if that's true. Like, does he mean by the parents? Like, because he's talking about the band. He's like, you yeah. you know, I had a band. I was going to be a musician. But I was ridiculed for it. You're celebrated. And I was like, I don't think Connor's being celebrated for it. He's just being ignored. <laughs> yeah. I was like, we don't even see his parents' reaction to the band yeah. at all. And right. it's not like he's being celebrated at school. Um, maybe later right. he's he is with the, like, concert. But... At this point, he's just like, like he's being like bullied pretty hard, <laughs> yeah. like all the time. Yeah, I think I I think it just ha- like I think the monologue is just Brandon expressing his frustrations with himself a lot too, because like he's watching his little brother do all of these things that he wanted to do. But he's not even like doing. That's like I guess that's the well, thing is like he's not actually doing anything at this point. Like he's making shitty music videos. Yeah. Yeah. But that's more than what uh, Brandon ever did. But I don't think that's true because he says I was in a band and we were really good and like we did things. He was like we did gigs, and then I don't know. I assumed like they weren't very serious about it. I don't know. It's just a lot of assuming that kind of makes me mad. Yeah, I guess. But then they yeah. So then they do the music video for "Drive It Like You Stole It." It's in the gymnasium. I love that they've recruited. Yeah, she's great. She she's she's cool because she she like sees in him like that he's really passionate about this stuff and she helps him out. Also, he's a so really she gets good artist. Him. Yeah, he was yeah, he genuinely. was drawing like the band, and I was like, you should do art. <laughs> you should draw more. Right. So she gets him the gymnasium, like she reserves it for him for a little while. Um, but there are like on a strict time frame. And Rafina doesn't show up. And Rafina does not show up, and he's very sad about it. Also, the kids that they recruited to do like the dance, the dancing, they just don't get it. They're so awkward because it's yeah, because it's supposed to be a fifties American prom night, like Back to the Future, which he keeps referencing, and people are like, "I haven't seen it," but I looked it up, but like it came out in nineteen eighty five, so it would have only been out for a few months. So I think it's funny that he's like the only one that's seen it. It's like, come on, right? And and maybe hasn't even come out in Ireland. Yeah, I'm like, how did he see in- it? Right. So, but, so it's intercut. Well, no, it's not intercut. It just kind of transitions into dream sequence. his imagination. Yeah, like a, a dream sequence of what he wanted the uh, music video to be. Because they kind of discuss their plans on the island when they when him and Rafina are on the island on their little date. And so it's it's a really cool sequence. I like I like it a lot. It's a lot of fun. Uh, but then at the end, it cuts back to reality, and it's, like, real sad. So Connor immediately goes to Rafina's house, and someone else answers. Who? And she looked really familiar. She, yeah, she know. did. She was very pretty. She was just, like, another girl that lived there. Yeah, right. Because li- Rafina lives in, like, a 
home for girls kind of thing. Uh, but this girl says she doesn't live here anymore. She's gone to London with Evan, and Connor is devastated. Uh, and then he goes to Brandon's room. Uh, Brandon is smoking again after two days of being sober. Uh, uh, Dad's not doing great. Connor's still crying. Oh, there's those guys in the house who are like measuring the place to like sell it. So Connor meets uh, Rafina, or she he sees Rafina just like walking up to her home again. Yeah, and she says she tries to ignore him and says like I'm her younger sister. Yeah, which I was like that's clever. And she has a I'm like that's a smart move. <laughs> uh, and he's like I know you're lying. Also, what's that bruise on your cheek? Turns out Evan was lying. He didn't have any connections in London. He hit her, and she says, "But I totally deserved it," which is just an awful thing to say. Um, she says she's just like her mom. Uh, she kind of like at, digs at um Connor. She's like hanging out with a fifteen-year-old schoolboy, and Connor gets pissed. But and she's he just... sixteen, right? So she. Ugh. That's I didn't understand. Okay, I was a little confused because he didn't when he said okay when she says hanging out with a fifteen year old schoolboy he doesn't seem mad and they talk for like a bit like a beat more and then he leaves and is like whatever I'm leaving um and I was like why is he mad I was like what was he actually mad about because I, don't, I don't think he leaves right when she says the fifteen year old schoolboy and then she asks him like something else yeah like she like like a beat later like he responds and it says something and then a beat later he says like she asks him about the band or something and he's like no it's fine and like gets up and leaves and like like runs away from her yeah and i was like why are you leaving now you should have left earlier <laughs> um so then connor writes uh to find you uh my favorite song of the movie uh he, at amon's uh, or no, he he writes the lyrics on his own, goes to Amon's, hey, you want to help me write a song? And Amon says, always, because he's a good friend. Um, they go up on this hill, they write the song, It's and then they get their um, bikes stolen, <laughs> which is random. But they get it back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> They're able to catch up to the man on, on their bike. Uh, yeah, riding slowly through the grass. Uh, but yeah. during that scene, uh, Amon says, why don't you take her to London? Why don't you take Rafina to London? Just go get a record deal and get us out of this shithole. Yeah. Uh, Connor gives the recording of To Find You to Rafina. Um, Connor apologizes to Brandon about not knowing about his guitar thing. The fact that he played it. Um, says but he like, should... didn't he know because he said like he was going to go to Germany to start a band to do yeah. music? But he's know. like, why don't you come play a solo at the gig? Yeah, and, and he's like, like yeah, yeah, I, I probably will. will. Um, then the kids, they break into the art room. They make a bunch of photocopies of Brother Baxter, uh, and then it's unexplained for a little while. A little, little foreshadowing there. Uh, Connor and Darren go to see Barry, uh, and they, re they actually recruit him as a roadie. Um, Which I thought was cute. Yeah, because we, we hear his parents like yelling at him to go get them a beer, and he's like, Darren, Darren's like, we're gonna be on the road, different, different venues, different women each week. Yeah, this ten-year-old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, though, when when Barry leaves, he like flips off the building and blah blah. I was like, did he leave for good? Like, did they just like <laughs> take this kid away from his home and he has nowhere to go now? Yeah. <laughs> when they only have one gig booked. <laughs> right. Um. So then it's it's show night. Uh. It's the end of the term disco whatever. Um. They're all looking great. I wrote there was one really hot priest. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was talking to girls too. Like, and they like did <laughs> a weird thing where they, I know, where they like linger. He was like talking to a group of girls and then he like walks away and then he turns back and says something. And I was like, that's weird. Are we supposed to infer things about that? That's kind of fun. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they start the show. People are not happy about them being there. Like the kid, like the kids at the dance are not, they want to hear like recorded music, just like they're the hits. You yeah. Know? Um, so they're not excited about the live music, um, but Connor says something like, if you're just going to slag us, why are you here? Um, they start with the song Girls, which we've not heard before, but we had that little reference to it back with the art teacher. Um, it's all, uh, it's about all the complicated boys and girls. It's a great song. They play, and then they uh, later on in the thing, uh, they decide to play To Find You, the slow song. And everyone uh, gets really pissed off. And like some yeah. of the band members... Or like I don't, we don't want to play this. Yeah, uh, but Eamon's like, it's bold. Let's do it. Uh, so they do it, um, and they play it, and it's intercut with Rafina listening to it for the first time, like with headphones, because she's back at her place. When we see her, like he drops off the tape, and we see her watching from her window, like watching him drop off the tape, which I thought was cute. Yeah. Also, I really liked his cordu- corduroy jacket. Heck yeah, dude! The the st- they get they just evolve by the end of this movie. They're great. They they look great. They got style, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so for the last song, he says this one's for Brother Baxter. It's called Brown Shoes. Uh, and they they throw out all these masks, these Brother Baxter masks, and it, it the song is about like. It's literally about Brother Baxter and like you told me to wear brown shoes, but I'm I'm better than you <laughs> essentially. Yeah, I felt like. That song was like their triumphant, like, this is it, like, it's pretty much like the end of the movie. Um, it's yeah. like the climax. And I was just like, it's weird to me that they chose for it to be about Brother Baxter or Father Baxter. Father Baxter? Yeah. Brother, I think. Um, but he's a priest. I don't know. He's listed as Brother Baxter in the credits. Oh, he's wearing the little thing. I don't know, man. I don't know how it works. I don't know. I'm Lutheran. <laughs> me too. Um, this is a deeply Lutheran podcast. Uh, <laughs> but they f- f- okay. Like after he did the thing where he dunks him in the water, he like mm-hmm. whatever. We don't really see him or hear much about him or like the, his struggles. And it felt very strange yeah. to me for that to come up and be kind of the climax of the movie. Is like and fuck brother Baxter. And it was like, well, I thought it was more about like this girl, and I thought it was more about your family and like you as a person. And then it ends with like this weird like it ends how like matilda would end like standing up to bullies um yeah in a way that i was like this doesn't make a lot of sense to me well i think they play they pretty much play like all the songs at the concert so it's kind of just like i feel like it's just like a victory lap of like what happened in the movies all the different like because each of the song kind of relates to different plot points and i don't know i feel like that song would have I think just like when you're creating the set list or for yeah, the Yeah, I guess I concert, just mean like, like, like thematically and like cinematically. Right. I don't know. It just felt weird to me. And I liked all the songs and I was like, yeah, it was like, this just feels like, I guess it's what I was saying in the beginning. I did really like this movie. I know I've been like negative, but um, like the end where or like it just felt like there was a lot of subplots and storylines that were not tied up 
or that were kind of abandoned in the first act and then brought up right at the end that mm-hmm. um, threw me off. And this was one of them. Okay. Yeah. Where like it was a really big part of like act one and um, I guess a little bit in act two and then it, it pretty much completely goes away. And then yeah. at the end, it's like, it almost feels like the thing at the end, like that song to me was like, this is what we should be focusing on. Like, this is what the hmm. movie was about. We're summing it up with this song. And it's like, was it? Like, was it? Yeah. But then Rafina shows up. She she comes to the, the, the concert. She's there for the Brown Shoes song. And they run off after the show. They, they go to his house. They sneak into the house because it's late now. Um, and they go to Brandon's room for they, they need his help. Um, they're going to sail to England with uh, Granddad's little skipper. Um, and they need a ride to the docks. Very dangerous. So, uh, just incredibly ill-advised. Uh, Brandon says, do you know anyone in England? Uh, he says, and Connor says, no, but she has her photographs and I have my demo tapes and videos. And and Brandon just goes, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> and yeah, like, yeah, grabs the keys. Yeah, um connor stops by his mom's room uh he sees his dad sleeping on the floor and he he says bye mom love you and kisses her on the head uh because he knows she will not approve just like she didn't approve of brandon doing this um so at the docks they're getting on the boat brandon wrote some lyrics uh he was he was actually writing them those lyrics when they stopped in and said hey we need a ride i thought he was gonna give him money and I was like, this is worse. We don't need it. <laughs> I thought that he was going to be like, here's some money I've been saving. You can do this. And then he gave him <laughs> lyrics. And I was like, dude, he already knows how to write lyrics. He needs money. He He's says, already good at lyrics. <laughs> he uh, he says, uh, I wrote these lyrics. Uh, why don't you put some music to him sometime? Uh, and then Brendan says, wish I had done this. You'll probably die anyway. But I wanted so badly for Brendan to be like, can I come with you? I feel like that would have made the most sense. Well, I probably, but I really love the moment uh, after they've oh, taken off. Oh, I did too, but I still was like, you should have gone. <laughs> Where Brandon is headed back to his car and he just, he takes a second to like look back at them, like sailing off to, to England. And he just, he just like freaks out a little. He's just like, yes. Like he's so excited for his little brother to go do what he's wanted to do for so long. And I think that really drives the the brother thing home too because like it's you're proud when you're right well i think the whole at the end so they're they're going and they see a big boat and they almost like hit it and i honestly was like is this gonna end with them dying (laughs) for a second i was like what the fuck uh it didn't they don't die yeah that would i mean they might but we don't see it i really did think a wave was just gonna take the boat out and it was gonna be like (laughs) sink screen because so yeah that's the thing is like they start going and it's pretty uh grim outside yeah they're like in the atlantic ocean it's not great well it's just the weather is just like it's it's real cloudy well but like in a tiny tiny boat yeah so, uh going across the channel and uh it starts raining uh they are immediately soaked and uh th- they come up yeah they they like almost t-bone this ferry um and he pulls off to the right and they start waving to people and but it's the ferry that they were talking about on the island when they were like um or no, no, it was after the Beautiful Sea music video. He's like, there's the ferry taking a bunch of Irish people over to England. <laughs> All these yeah, people who want to leave. But then they they t- follow that ferry. They ride its, in its wake. They ride in its like, jet stream like the like yeah. 
Brendan had said. And that's the end of the movie. Yep. And oh, what's this? There's a song playing in the background while while all this is going on, and it's like some of the lyrics are like, uh, "You'll never know if you don't go now" or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it's yeah. about d- doing your dreams and stuff. That's that's pretty much it. But yeah, that's Sing Street. Sure is. Yeah, it was nominated for one Golden Globe. Uh, it didn't win, but it was nominated for Best Motion Picture in a Musical or a Comedy. So was The Martian. Uh, yep. Yep. Golden Globes aren't a joke. They're fun. <laughs> if they happen this year, they'll be hosted by Amy and Tina. Oh, all right. So. That's exciting. Probably, yeah, that is exciting. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you want to, I see you found some reviews. I did. Okay. So these are from... Rotten Tomatoes. Zach A. Oh yeah. Said this film. The this film made predictable, lame choices throughout that turned what could have been an excellent movie into a gross exercise in how to please a dumb crowd. Also, the songwriting <laughs> was largely cliche filled and boring. I liked the songs. I want to. I want to punch this. Well, man. they said songwriting, so maybe they meant like, like the se- sequences of them writing songs. Oh. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're not going to spend four and a half hours. <laughs> Um, I like the songs. Like, I like the yeah, songs. Yeah, I I listen to I, like I have them on my. I would listen. Yeah, I'd iTunes. Listen to them. Yeah, um, they're just genuinely good. Okay, this is by Char M. The director should have been honest and called it twice. <laughs> it's a. <laughs> I thought that was funny. <laughs> it's a completely unoriginal ripoff of the much better acting music story of Once. Can't believe the ratings on this thing. But I mostly picked that because a lot of the like things I was reading was that like calling it a ripoff of Once, which I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of things about it that are different. Um, yeah, I was gonna say like, okay, so it's a it's a musical about an Irish guy who's in love with a girl. But they're both like, but he's also like a singer songwriter, and they're writing songs together. So like that's the. Yeah. <laughs> I would think that's more the. Um, I don't know. He like the guy in Once is also a grown man. Like, yeah, it's also not about brothers. So I mean, um, okay. So when I was looking for like a like a review for for like a legit review, um, there was mm-hmm. like a like a mix that like half of them were like not as positive, and then half were like very positive. So I picked one of each. Okay. Okay. So this is the not as positive one. From Scott Marks, the San Diego reader. Says John Carney, directed Begin Again, once again tries to reheat a once souffle and instead serves up a flat, cheerly antiseptic period musical. There is a sweet, safe, familiar smell to it. Nothing comes to nothing comes of the storming priest complimenting the boy on his beauty, and a vicious skinhead is reduced to a cuddly comic relief that can't be masked. Yeah, I mean I do agree with like the nothing comes really comes of the priest. It kind of like falls apart falls away um mm-hmm. and i get that it's a i get that it's pretty safe like as far as storytelling goes like there's not a lot of yeah but i don't think it was trying involved. to be risky i think it was trying to like it's supposed i think it's yeah. supposed to be fun and like we should just yeah. let it be fun. i think it's supposed to yeah i think it's just supposed to be like a feel-good like coming of age slash like yeah. love story um okay so this is the nicer one 
Uh, Sing Street, the latest gentle music-filled drama from Irish filmmaker John Carney, feels as if it was written by its 14-year-old hero, and that's both its weakness and its strength. You watch Sing Street thinking that Connor grew up and made a movie, but his childlike view of things, many elements of the story, particularly the ending, seem born in a teenage fairy, teenage fairy tale. But there's some quirky humor throughout. I particularly like the kid who was always carrying a bunny. And Carney has an uncanny way of telling a story through music. Sing Street reminds us of being young and lost in a song, realizing with a jolt that someone else had the same feelings we did. And that's my Moira McDonald. Yeah, I, I agree with Moira, like, a lot. I think it is flawed in a lot of ways, In like, but I don't think it was... I don't think you're supposed to take it that seriously. I think it's just like supposed to be like fun and lighthearted and yeah, make you feel good at the end. Yeah, I agree. But then it also is tackling like really dark stuff. So it's like maybe yeah. it is, but we're yeah, supposed I... to think about it more than that. I also, um, you do have the same haircut as Connor currently at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> he has like it's pretty long in the back on hmm. his. Yeah, and I was like. Is that what you're going for? Because I, I like it. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I think I think this movie is simple at like a surface level, and it does dip into like some of the more serious stuff that that they talk about, and maybe that is like a weakness of it. Like if it's gonna do that stuff, like go for it, because I guess that's kind of a theme of the movie. You can't half-ass anything. <laughs> But oh, that's a good point. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't I think they did what they were trying to do. Like I think they whole asked what they were trying to do. How if many, that makes sense. How many Oscars are you giving it? Well, I said I'd give it ten out of ten on the on the previous episode. But I'll probably give it like a nine out of ten. Okay. I love it. But I get like that it's not like a best picture. <laughs> Right. Or best screenwriting, like we said. Like yeah, the the real winners. Yeah, the real the real stars of the show. Yeah. How about you? Okay, I think it's I think it's really fun and I think the music's really great and I really liked all the kids and I enjoyed it. Um and I think if I watched it again, I'd probably like it more. Which is which is like cool. I think there's not a lot of movies that have like great rewatch value, but I think yeah, this one probably I, does. I I've watched it probably 5 or 6 times now. Yeah. With various like showing it to family and friends and i do i do get something different out of it each each time yeah and i get why you really like this movie i also really like this movie but i think from like a storytelling perspective there's a lot of things that um like came and went or were not tied up in a way that i found satisfying and i also it, it felt and maybe it's just like my my feelings towards uh Carney's movies because I also kind of felt this way about Begin Again um and once where like the the way the story was told I felt like I was never fully invested with the characters or the story and when it ended I was just like oh okay um yeah <laughs> yeah and I maybe felt that less in this one than I did in Begin Again um yeah so I think it's easier to relate to high school movies for some reason yeah for sure for sure and I like the 80s of it I like I yeah. thought that was really fun I there's a lot of really funny jokes um I just thought like a lot of the themes weren't um realized enough like they weren't fleshed mm -hmm. out fleshed out enough but I'd probably give it like like seven I think that's fair I think it's very fair but yeah I think that 
I don't know. What's next on the... What do we usually do? I don't, we, we all jump into the ocean. Yeah. yeah. Like Rafina. Like Rafina. What if they legit just died at the end? <laughs> like a wave took out their small boat. I was like, oh boy. Could you imagine? <laughs> like, yeah. Well, yeah, I could imagine. That would be a very realistic ending. I know. Ending. I feel like that would be they a are... really realistic ending. And I also feel like, <laughs> like, don't take this the wrong way. If that would have been the ending, it would have been like <laughs> 10 out of 10. So it's like they made bold choices in this movie. <laughs> it's like they really went for it. Yeah. They fully, or like they just got hit by that boat. It'd be like, <laughs> it'd be like one day. That'd be nuts. Yeah. So for next week, uh, I think we said we were going to watch The Graduate, right? We sure are. It's on Hulu. Nice. Woo-hoo. That's easy. Yay. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> These uh, these older movies, man, they're a bit of a struggle. I feel like we're gonna have better luck now that HBO Max is around. Yeah. Because HBO Max, if you don't know, because it has is, all of Warner Brothers. It has so much. Well, it has, it all, has so all much. the Warner Brothers content besides right. Harry Potter, which is funny. Yeah. Warner Brothers is just so massive that like. HBO Max has so much. Content. Oh yeah, that's why it had like it just like. Even stuff you wouldn't think Warner Brothers owns, like yeah. Pretty Little Liars, Warner Brothers owns. Yeah. <laughs> That's why it's on HBO Max. Yeah. So fun. Um, and uh, Peacock just came out. Which I haven't. Is NBC's. I know. I'm so excited. I haven't watched the 30 Rock special yet. <laughs> Apparently, it's not uh, coming to a lot of like markets, like on TV. TV. I read that article as well. It's yeah. Isn't that weird? Well, they said because they didn't want it to have like ad breaks. Right, it wasn't gonna have ads, and it was gonna like promote Peacock. Yeah, which... but it pre- Peacock's free right now, so you can just you can just oh, watch like it. A free trial? No, to like thing? it's just free. I think it will be with ads. It'll be like how Hulu used to be. Right, right, right. Yeah, there's free with ads. I think there's like a five dollar thing with ads, and then a ten dollar one that has no ads. For Peacock. Yeah, it's got a weird. Yeah, uh, but I think it's like like Hulu when Hulu first happened, how you could watch like, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, they also have like live channels, like they have like live TV. So it is things. just Hulu. Yeah, it's weird. It's got like a, there's like a Jimmy Fallon channel where it's just <sighs> Jimmy Fallon twenty four seven. There's no. also like. Uh, is there a Seth Meyers? The Office channel, maybe, but I know they have like an Office channel where it's just literally just looping. The office episodes of The Office twenty four seven. So like, if you just want to like throw it on, you can. You know what I mean? What a nightmare! It's yeah, it's a little Black Mirror esque. <laughs> I feel like, but you know, how much time you got? Like I was supposed to leave a half hour ago. Okay, so we can we can wrap this up real quick, Courtney. Uh, if people wanted to know where to find you on the internet, where would they go? Um, I'm at Cordal Hall on everything. On everything, that's brilliant. Uh, seamless, you know what I mean. <laughs> Unintentional. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm at Tyler's New Groove on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and if you want to follow the podcast, we are at Film Schooled FM on Twitter and Instagram. Um, we're gonna be posting some spicy, spicy content <laughs> with with the the waveforms and the photoshops. The photoshops have been. We just... haven't. We need to post that Photoshop. <laughs> 
Well, they'll they'll have gotten it by by then. The time Tyler this looks a little bit out, like so. a demon, but I would just like to say that's not my Photoshop. That's ty- the picture Tyler sent me. <laughs> <laughs> I look you ghoulish. look dead in the eyes, and I even adjusted the color <laughs> on your eyes because I was like, he looks crazy, and that was the best I could do. I I I intentionally sent a dumb looking. But I will photo. say Tyler should get bangs like Eleanor and Sensibility. <laughs> Uh, so yeah we'll uh we'll see you next week i'm sure the si- <laughs> for the sing street photoshop you should put the the, the makeup on us oh okay <laughs> like how they had like the yeah, eyeliner yeah, the, and the, that 80s makeup the very red lips you're 100 yeah. percent gonna be lucy uh yeah oh okay yeah, yeah. yeah brilliant all right we'll 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 see you next week folks we sure will have a have a good one and, and cut, cut.